And guess what, guys? Today we're joined by Listen to Daddy podcast. We have got Kay and Don. I'm going to call him Don. We've been DMing these guys. We've got them online. They are supporters. We support them. And we are happy, happy, happy to be doing this collab today for our dilemmas. Guys, how are you feeling? Nervous, not going to lie. Good, you know. <laughs> A little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie, I'm nervous. First, thing I've, first time I've done this. Oh, nothing for you to be nervous about. We're same, just gonna. Same, like, same. You're nervous as well, Don. We can't hear you, Don. Yeah. Can you hear us? You can't hear me. Can you? I can hear you clearly, but you can't hear me. Okay, it just froze for a little bit. So yeah, we're gonna be answering some dilemmas. But firstly, before we get into it, how how are you guys been parenting? How's the week gone? Uh, the week's gone pretty quick for me. Um. The kids, I saw I had the kids over the weekend, dropped them off on Monday, like did the homeschooling on Monday with them, which was pretty fun. So it was all right. It's not even too bad. Just working the rest of the week. So yeah, pretty much me. Cool. What about you, Don? It's been good so far, to be fair. i am just been busy because I'm expecting before. So I've had a few scans today. So up and down doing maternal, maternal stuff with the missus. But yeah, other than that, normal, yes, yeah. I love it, both of you. So what's your dad's status? Listen to Daddy Podcast. What's the deal? How many kids do you have and how old are they? Do you want to start them? Do you want to go, Caitlin? I'll go first. So I'm 29. I've got I've got one, but one in a way. So I've got a 12-year-old boy. And yeah, I've been a dad since I was 16, so. All right. And then I'm 30. Uh, I've got two kids, uh, a boy and a girl. My girl's eight and my son is five and I had my first one at just mid 22. Cool and you mentioned homeschooling Kay how are you finding that? Um, well it's actually all right it's not too bad like when we went into the first lockdown back in March like there was obviously no remote session like no remote learning so mm. I, was, I was actually teaching them like with books and like actually doing maths with them and writing and all that sort of stuff. So that was fun. It was a new experience, but yeah, it wasn't too bad at all. It was trying to keep them engaged was the hardest bit, I would say. Have you given them any screen time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, just to get some, some space for yourself. Like just give them the iPad for an hour or so on break and then come off it and we do some more work. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Okay. What you guys? Oh. Yeah, what, yeah, what about you guys? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, Donovan, you are clearly busy this lockdown because that sounds like a lockdown baby. <laughs> 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 yeah, but to be, to be fair, yeah, to be fair, it's been good because you've had time to just relax and just, you know, spend time with your loved ones and stuff like that. So I've enjoyed it. But yeah, it's been, it's been really good. I can't complain. I'm happy. So yeah. Enjoyed it a lot. Okay. <laughs> I just have one. Um, she recently turned two years old, going on, I don't know, 27. I, I know that feeling. <laughs> Today has been, I think, the worst day of my week. Um, Lucas has, yeah, he's been on one. So you guys already know I've got a one-year-old, he's a boy. Um, but yeah, he was on one today. But luckily, he went to bed at 7.30 ish on the dot so i'm really happy about that and no screaming no throwing the dummy out so that was really good nice nice cool. that's good 
cool, cool. Have you guys got your drink? Because I have got a drink. I think I deserved it this week. That is good. All right, guys, I'm just going to go straight into it. So we got sent from. Let's go. We need to. We we've got some juicy ones. Hey, yeah. <laughs> we need to really use our time and just unpick these. Okay. So I'm just right. gonna do the first one, and then maybe you guys can do one afterwards, and then we'll just alternate it, and then wraps will go after. Yeah. Cool. Um, so the first dilemma that we've got is um, <clears throat> I don't even know where to start with this one. I found footage of my 14 year old having sex with a 15 year old boy. What should I do? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, where do you start? That's, that's an interesting one, I must say. That is a very interesting... I don't even know what I would do if I found my daughter, like, footage of my daughter having sex. That would be a conversation to be had. Like, are they, are they together? Are they a boyfriend and girlfriend? Are they an item? Or was it just... We, don't know. we just know that the footage was found by the parent on the phone and the parent is of the daughter and it's recording. Any Absolutely. of them. And the recording, that is mad. Do you know no. what? I don't think that's surprising considering the times that we live in. They're all on their phones, they're on social media. So they see these sex tapes online. So they might have got to make their own ones, but this is child pornography, isn't it? Like legally. Exactly. Literally, it's underage, not even 16 years. It's not even legal age to have sex. No, so, I, I, I don't know about you lot, but that can't run. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that can't run. Yeah, but it's already been done. So how you can't run? Like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, you'd have to have conversation with the parents, to be fair. You have to meet the parents and talk to them, let them know what's going on first and foremost, because it's like, that's very serious. For myself personally, I had a child at a young age, and I wouldn't want my child to do the same thing that I did. I'm not saying that. It's a it's a mistake. It was a mistake, but it's a blessing in a sense. But to educate them from young, which is very good to do. So I'd have to have a conversation with the parents and then go from there. Uh, what are you gonna do to your child though? Like sorry, sorry, Kate. What are you what are you gonna say to your child? What conversation is gonna be had? Because I still don't know. I'm in shock. Yeah, I'm still in shock, and that's not even my child. Like if it was my child, I think all my, all social media, they're getting locked down putting a door and just, yeah, they ain't coming out for a time being until we can figure out what's going on. Because that's serious. At 14, there's footage of you. No, that's madness. That's crazy. <laughs> that, yeah, I'd probably lock her up for a while. She wouldn't be able to go anywhere. You know, you could lock yeah, her up. Have ways, like someone could like drop them a phone. They have secret phones. And 14-year-olds these days are a bit more advanced than how we were when we were 14 and we were pretty advanced already. Like, it's just different. Young yeah. girls are full frontal, you know. Guys have money, however they get it. So it's a different time. Um, I think you've got to make them aware of the risks. Like, what if this gets into the wrong hands? What if it's used against you? You're exposing yourself. Once you've created that footage, anything can happen. If you're yeah. not the sole keeper of it, it can literally end up anywhere. So you've just got to make them really aware of the risks that are involved and let them know that it is illegal. <laughs> like, and people can go to jail. Exactly. This is That's the whole point. Like, it is illegal. You guys are not of legal age to be having sex anyway and to be recording on top of that. Like, there's so many people out there that will do things with that video if they got into the wrong hands. So, yeah, you definitely have yeah. to have a conversation with them and explain risk as you said. To say like right this can't run if you're going to do it don't be recording it in that sense like because you can't stop them at that 
if they've already done it, obviously they have that freedom to do what they're doing. But yeah, I agree. you have to yeah rein in yeah, the freedom. Do you guys remember stories when we were like teenagers? I remember one like there'll be a video that would come out like of a girl maybe having oral sex with a guy, and she's underage, and then someone's got it on their phone, and then before you know it, the whole school year's got it. Has, has yeah. seen it. It's crazy once it gets out yeah. there and they start sharing. It's really dangerous. And things can go around really quick as well. Like, as you said, a video in school, it can be sent round in like seconds. Everyone can be seeing it. So, and then it can get on the internet, then it's a wrap, really. So, it's definitely, I think you have to educate your kids in terms of the internet as well, just to let them know that the things you do can affect you later on in life as well. Not just at that point in time, but later on in life, these things will come back up and bite you. So, you have to educate your kids in terms of using the internet and all those sort of things. That's why I think. Yeah. Yeah. So what, with that being said, with that being said, do you guys do you guys think we should monitor our children? In it? With that being said, do you think we should monitor our children in terms of what they're watching on the internet, what they're doing? I monitor my kids on YouTube and stuff like that, what they're watching, and they can't watch certain things. So yeah, you definitely have to. You have to keep an eye on them at some some stage. Or they will just do what they want. Yeah. Unless the kids do what they want, they might come across things by accident, and then yeah, it goes really, you know. I'm gonna play devil's advocate quickly before I get to that. What if your daughter just says, "I love him. He's my boyfriend. I want to be with him forever and ever." So on and so forth. What? What's your reaction? You hear it all the time. Like there might be, you know, they might be in love, and there's a lot of people who fall in love at that such young age, and they stay together for 30, 40, 50 years. They're just experimenting. They're young people. The hormones are all over the gas. What about that side? I wouldn't have a problem with it. It's just more the videoing of it, and there's evidence of them doing the act. Um, that's where I have an issue with. It's not a case of they no. have it because we all had sex at young age. Well, not all of us, but there's people that have sex at young ages and whatever. So I feel like he drew me out. <laughs> no, no but, but yeah, going back to what you said, I would have to have a conversation again, like to make sure that they're being protected and just to know who the person is that he or she is seeing, if that makes sense. So like talk to them both to see what their intentions are and also making sure their parents know that their boyfriend and girlfriend. That's what I would do in it. That sounds good. That sounds good. I would just be drilling in the wrist because at the end of the day, kids are gonna do what they want to do. Like even if you tell them, "Oh, yeah. it's bad," do it. You lock her in the room. As soon as she gets out, if she wants to make that video, or he wants to make that video, they're gonna make it. So you just gotta make sure that they're aware of the risks that are involved. We have yeah. got a whole heap of comments that have come in. I don't know if you guys can see it. Yeah. I'll read it and leave it to you guys. Shade's like, "Wow." He said, best to confront the child about it. We've got madness. Someone said, beat them. I don't know beat them, beat them work. So I said, the conversation really needs to be had. And there are loads more there if you guys want to read some. Yeah, I'm reading some of them now. Some of them, yes. Yeah. Yes, phone checks, yeah. <laughs> Someone said, why has she got a boyfriend at 14? <laughs> yeah, I had a girlfriend at young age, so I can't really judge, but... Yeah, I had the exact same thing, but... And... It's just how you deal with it, I suppose. Yeah, and you can't make them afraid of you. You can't really, you can't really teach your children to be afraid of you, or else they will never tell you these things. And then you'll find out and see on the internet. So you can't. You have to just make it comfortable for them to talk to you about anything, innit? Yeah. So okay, you want to get into the dilemma? 
Uh, yeah, let me get up real quick because I've got it on my phone. Um, a comment there about contraception as well before you guys go off. She said you've got to have that contraception talk because if they're doing that, a baby could turn up and be brought to your house real quick. <laughs> yeah, you, that, I think the conversation that you're going to have as well is going to have to cover all of that, the risk of doing it and everything. So, but let me read this dilemma. So the next one that we have on our side, well, basically I found a new thing and it's been going well. However, the mother of my six-year-old son that oh, I don't get anymore. They're doing that, a baby could turn up and be brought to your house real quick. Yeah, you've been the comment. Oh, now I'm muted. We back? Yeah, we back. I think something happened. Yeah, yeah, we're back now. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I'll read the dilemma that we got. Um, so basically, I found a new, a new partner, and it's been going well. However, the mother of my six-year-old son, which I never got along with, uh, strictly just co-parenting at the moment. All of a sudden, she wants to be very friendly, and my new partner isn't comfortable with it. Well, how, what do I do oh. to prevent things going tipped up on both sides? Oh. Is she just being friendly, like she wants to co-parent really well, or is she putting it on him? Because that's two different things. But from going from strictly not getting along and just for the child to now becoming friendly because there's a new woman on the scene, like, what's that all about? Why can't people be friendly? Why? Why Why is it going to be friendly once the girl's in the <laughs> you know? If, if he wasn't in the picture, then that's cool, because obviously you already have that dilemma of, um, in case, um, in terms of, we're now friends, there's no one around, we're just being friends. But as soon as another female is on the scene now, you now want to be my friend. Why is that? Coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. No. Do you know what? It's a funny thing because I wouldn't say it's necessarily jealousy as such. It might just be I want to make my presence known sort of thing. Do you get? Yeah, but I'm sure a presence is known because obviously the, um, they have a child together so they know that she's about. Mm -hmm. So why do you need to make the presence in terms of being now friendly? Why issues with the new person? If it was the other way around, oh. it would be like, why are you moving different? Like, why all of a sudden are you moving there different? You Tell me now. Why do you want to get along now? Why do you want to exactly. come to dinner and, you know, smile in my face now? There you go. Exactly. So why is that? Why do, why do women move like that? You say, why do women move like that? Not all women. <laughs> but it does happen, and you do hear it a lot. I think it's just that fear of having somebody else around and it's just like oh potentially like these people are connected in some way shape or form obviously they have a child together and maybe she still has feelings like we don't know and if she does still have feelings then she might be like oh you know what yeah I can't jeopardize those feelings I don't want no one else to have him or whatever those things might be creeping in so she's like let me be friendly let me keep a bit of peace maybe I want to get to know her maybe she even wants to get to know the other woman and become friends with her Women do that sort of stuff sometimes. This is true. It depends how friendly they're trying to be, then I get it as well. It could be a case if they're, or what if they're trying to like come on to the guy again? 
if they're yeah. trying to come onto the guy again, well, he needs to set some serious boundaries then. He needs to say, this is what it is. Like, it can't run. Yeah, but what if then she becomes bitter and say, like, okay, if you're going to move like that, you can't see your child? Oh, yeah, that happens for real. That's my... It does. It does. I hope it doesn't happen, but I feel like he don't know what he wants right now. You don't know what you want because he wanted well, this. No, he's a woman, though. It's not because he doesn't know what he wants. He knows what he wants because he's found someone new. But yeah, she's now... Yeah, yeah. Out tango though, like she can't be friendly yeah, with herself, can she? But what if she's not? What if he's not tangoing with her? And she's okay, just... then he's setting a boundary, and that's that. But he can't be doing friendly, friendly text texting and being like, "Oh my gosh, why is she doing this?" If he's interested, <laughs> you're part of the problem. No, but oh. in terms of say, like he was just keeping it still professional in terms of just talking about his child. But yeah, she's there, just blown off his phone constantly, trying to instigate conversation. What would you guys do? What would I do? I think, you know what I think it is? I think it might be a maternal thing where she's just concerned about who's going to be around her child. And also she could be thinking that she doesn't want someone else playing mother to her child. But in his case, I feel like he should set the boundaries. It's up to him to make sure that he's got certain things patterned. So there's no way, shape or form that she can feel that she's violating his new partner, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree with you. I'd say he has to definitely reassure his person that he's with and say like boom this is done um and say there's no going back or whatever how he wants to explain it to him um and just basically talk to her as well and just say look i've got someone new there you need to you need to basically stop what you're doing if she's trying to put it on him in that sense and just let it know from be real from the start and just say this is what it is i found someone new i'm not we are not together anymore i don't see any i don't see us we getting back together and just keep it real, 100. Yeah. Well, you're mute. <laughs> that sounds good to me, I was going to say. That sounds fair. <laughs> That's I'll go by it. What have we got in the comments there? Daniel said there's clearly a hidden agenda, so don't need to set the boundaries. So don't need to wants that old thing back. <laughs> 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 he said maybe she don't want him but she don't want no one else to have him either that can happen as well sometimes yeah, she had her chance and she's then either whatever happened either she's she's thrown away he's thrown it away but it's done so why then try and rekindle something that's already passed so what people can't change their minds no I don't think so <laughs> it depends if, if you're both willing to change your mind then maybe but if you're changing your mind because there's someone else on the scene I don't think that's right because you had your chance and your chance is now gone. All right, I'm gonna move on to the next one. Uh, what have we got here? My ex-partner keeps harassing me during the pandemic. We've got a theme going on. <laughs> <There's a> theme. <laughs> My ex-partner keeps harassing me during the pandemic, trying to get back together. I only need him to have our child two times a week. I have no other support. Can I just say I'm loving the balance here, like with the dilemmas coming from the guys and then versus like the issues that the females have. But yeah, my partner's harassing me, trying to get back together. But she needs him around because she's got no support. So what should she do? Um... Well, it depends on their um, agreement, I'd say, in terms of how many times he has his child a week, firstly, and if if it's reasonable to have his child, like, twice a week, 
um, yeah, it all depends on the, the dynamic of their situation, really, I'd say. And it, as a man, you have to take care of your child, but it depends if he can as well. Like, during this pandemic, like, if you can't work, there should be no problem with him having a child, I think, anyway. But it depends on the situation. Can I make a quick observation? Your energy is a bit different for this one compared to the other one. Why do you say that? Because when it came to the guy with the ex trying, you're like, oh, she's trying it, why she trying it, why she trying it? No, this, I'm, I'm the, I haven't said anything about him harassing her during the pandemic. All right, so say the question again. Maybe I just heard the question wrong. <laughs> My ex-partner keeps harassing me during the pandemic, trying to get back together. That's like the main part. Oh, see, I heard it totally wrong. I just heard it as basically, I want my partner to have the child two days a week during this pandemic. I didn't hear a bit about getting back together, so my bad. But but wait, can I just say, yeah, is she giving him room to harass her though? It depends because like sometimes she might be throwing something out there for him to then like make certain moves. Because obviously, like if you cut certain things off, certain people won't have the room to like entertain it or. Get up to say. So, what is she doing on her part to make sure that he's not feeling that feeling that kind of way to talk to her certain ways? I think she might be feeling okay. Like she needs, she's reliant on him at the moment. She's got no other support. It's a pandemic. I don't know what her circumstances are, but if that's your only kind of method of support, maybe that's the only person you could talk to. Maybe that's the only person you're having contact with. He might be getting the wrong signals. Like she might just genuinely need his presence to be a father. Um, and he's thinking, yeah, we can get back together. And she, yeah, she's feeling me because she said, come and eat some toast and jam. I don't know. Like, <laughs> do you get what I mean? It, seriously, like, I don't think she's giving the wrong signals intentionally. It's just that she needs a support and he's the only supporter that's there for the child. So he needs to do his role as dad and support. Yeah, I definitely agree. He has to do his role and he has to support. But I think she just needs to be real with him and say, I'm not trying to get back with you and just say, all I need is support. I'm not trying to get back with you. So he can then know, OK, it's not that. It's just the child. That's why I feel. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Same with the last dilemma. Lay down the law, set the boundaries. So as long as you're transparent and you you know what you're trying to say, like there's no room. If it, like if you're sh just straight up in a hundred, there's no room for error. Like the other person know what you want, they know, you know what you want. So what's the problem? That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I agree with that one still. Yeah. Well, has anyone said in the comments, Rax? Has anyone said anything about this one? Um, people are laughing, <laughs> saying like "yikes" and just laughing at this one. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right, guys, you want to kick it off with another one? Go on, done. You trying to read it? Yeah, I'm trying to get up my phone. Sorry about that, guys, yeah. So I've got one that says, what's good, people? I want to personally ask you, what's the best way to tell a friend slash crush that, that has a child that I want to be in a relationship with them, but her baby father is always in and out of a relationship with her in terms of giving a difficult time? So what's the best way of telling your crush that? Who's also a friend of yours? Oh, that's a bit sticky. It, 
it's sticky it's sticky I, do you know what and i have some um sympathy for guys as well and they like a, a girl and then she's got like a, a baby father and he's in and out of the picture because like where do you stand like can you go mm. is it safe is it not are you going to get into her the next minute he's going to come back in like let's be a family and just crush your dreams i actually feel for men in, in that type of situation so my heart goes out to you and he said it's his friend you've got to handle it appropriately or properly whatever that means you don't want to ruin your friendship but yeah. i don't think Harm and let her know how you feel, but you've got to be prepared for rejection at the end of the day. Uh, guys, generally speaking, I think sometimes have an issue with hearing no or dealing with rejection. You've got to prepare yourself for that. And the fact that once you share that information, your friendship could change forever. It could be good, it could be bad, but it could just, it, it's, it's going to change. Yeah, I'd agree with that. This is come down to communication again with the person, but as you said, it can change. The, um, the dynamic of your relationship so it all depends on if you really want to pursue this person and see where it goes really and if you want to lose a friendship or you gain a partner it's all a risk at the end of the day I feel yeah I'm going to say run run, <laughs> run carry your bag and run and don't look back like why do you need unnecessary headache from Pab you can already see potential kind of issues cropping up is it actually worth it? Like, A, you're going to jeopardise potentially your friendship. B, you've got some ex-partner who's going to be saying, oh, I don't want you around the kids potentially and all of that stuff. Like, why do you want the unnecessary headache? Like, just keep your friendship and keep it moving. And if you thought actually, you know what, in maybe a year or two years that like, the feelings are still there, your heart is still on fire, then maybe try it then. But I think just leave it for now and just, just go elsewhere. <laughs> But what if you say, like, you say, like, leave it for a year or so, but what if the feelings in that year still grow, but the baby father's still in and out? If he, like, addresses it now, she could then, like, lay it down to the baby father to say, look, this is going to happen, so you can't be in and out. It's either now or never. But do we know she even feels the same way? We don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know if it feels the same way. We don't know what her views are about it. Sorry, don't yeah. what you're saying. No, I was, I was just saying that there needs to be a lot of clarity in terms of he needs to communicate with her also. He's got to find out how she feels. Obviously, he has a crush on her. So he's got to then ask her, like, what, is it the same way? And then what are you going to do regarding your baby father and me? So I was like, once you find clarity, you can both decide, like, is it worth it? And he can also evaluate and see the risk in it. That's what I think, personally. I think he could be, they could be the love of each other's lives. You know, you hear those stories like there was that someone, that friend on the sideline and then there was like a bad villain just ruining them. <laughs> and then they finally get together and they happily ever after. It could be that kind of situation. So if it's going for yeah. it, go for it, let her know how you feel, but also lay down the law and let her know, yo, you ain't going to be switching. Can't run. Yeah, you can't run. If you're doing it, respect yourself in the situation because it can get messy. And someone said, remove yourself. It's not a situation ship. Yeah, you don't want a situation ship or a love triangle with you, her, and her baby father. Them love triangles are not not the one. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Experience or <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of. Cool. We we don't want them triangles, guys, so stay away from the triangle. Yeah. Squares, yeah. squares, yeah. guys. Or well, maybe a circle, just a circle. <laughs> a circle, just keep it in a straight line. You a straight line, isn't it? Just keep it yeah. straight line. Triangles, a square, whatever it is, don't work. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go on to the next one. Um, <clears throat> this one, yeah. I don't want to work anymore. I want to be a stay-at-home mom, but my partner is too stingy. I won't allow it. <laughs> um, Should I repeat it? So she doesn't want to work anymore. <laughs> Her partner is just too stingy, too stingy, and just won't allow it. He's not having it, period. Too stingy and won't have it, period. It all, de it all depends on how well the, the guy's wages pay, really. Like, can you can he afford... Can they both afford for one income to come in? Is the question. And is he if he's not happy then and he can't afford it, then what are you meant to do? He can't dare go break his back while she's just at home. Like I agree mm. with and it also depends on how old the child is as well. Because obviously I understand about the woman wanting to be at home with their child until they go to school or whatever, but at the same time, money's to make and food needs to be put on the table. So <laughs> if the man's wages can't do that. She's got to chip in. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree, bro. 100%. I feel like, like it's, got, got. It's, got, it's got to be one of them conversations, one of them difficult conversations that you have because, like, more time you got to, like, dig deep and say, like, raw, like, let's be real. We can't financially do this right now. So, like, give me some time or whatever and then you make, make the choice between the two of you and then go from there. But it is a tough one, though. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, I understand. So I understand why you have to stay at home, but is it actually financially possible? If it's not financially possible, you cannot come and kill this young man. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. However, if she said he's stingy, maybe he can afford afford it. But what like affordability within it to him? He might think, no, nah, I still need my extra money so I can do what I want. So yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit sticky. It's a bit it is sticky. a sticky one because yeah, then they he might want his extra money, but. And his wages might be able to cover it, but it all depends on the person, isn't it? Like some people are willing to have a stay-at-home mum. Like my ex-partner, when I was with her, she was a stay-at-home mum. She didn't work; I provided. Um, so, yeah, it all depends, really. How did you find that? Was the pressure like heavy on your back, or was it okay? Did you have like pride in doing it, or was it just like difficult? Did you? Yeah, it? I had a bit of pride in doing it because yeah, I was the breadwinner and provided for my children and. Uh, my ex-partner so yeah it was a bit of pride in it for sure like yeah I can afford this and do that and live a good life and she's at home looking after kids so there was that dynamic as well in terms of just because she's at home she did everything at home so she made a house at home and made sure the kids were all set up and yeah so there's always that dynamic as well when they're at home they can also be good can be good I think she should stay at home if she wants to stay at home. Like, I feel like we should all have freedom of choice in the matter. Um, then there has to be some compromise or negotiation. So either maybe she saves up some money so she can stay at home so she can help out with one or two bills here or there. Or she says, you know what, I'm just going to take maybe three months off of work here just so I can be a mum. Just try it out, see how it goes. If it doesn't work for the family, then I can always go back to work. I think people should always be given the options in life. I don't feel like someone's stingy hand in their pocket should prevent 
someone from doing what they want to do if they feel that it's best for their family see she might have her reasons she might they might not be able to afford nursery fees anymore which doesn't like the child mind are or she wants to homeschool there might be so many different or she might feel disconnected from her child and also being a mother so i think she should be given mm. the option they definitely need to have conversations and he needs to stop being stingy can i say though as a, like to this lady, depending on the stingy man is not it. Can you, I'm sorry, I'm getting stressed thinking about it. Like, I think like, oh my God, can I have five pounds to go and get some milk? Or like, please, can I have two pounds, get my eyebrows threaded? Is that the life you want to live? Like if he's not in the, if he's not in the state of mind to do it, do not force it on him because you could really be struggling in these streets. If you ain't got your own money and he's not on it, you've got to think about the independence you're, you're giving away essentially. You're giving up your independence, and you're going to be dependent on a man who is tight first. That yeah. sounds like a struggle that I that, personally don't want. That sounds like a big struggle to be fair. Having to rely on someone to go get your eyebrows threaded—that's a madness. Or get your nails done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you ladies like to get your nails done like every couple of weeks and that as well. So that's a lot of money coming out his pocket, you know. So <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny still. I would have read some of these comments. Daniel said, childcare is expensive, boy. That's true. So he needs to weigh it up. Is it cheaper for him actually to have his missus at home? Um, but, it, but it depends on the age of the child, though, because they could be going to school. So then there is no childcare. They're just going to school and she's picking them up. So then what is she doing between the hours of nine and three? Wow. Are we pushing the child now? <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, hold up, hold up. <laughs> You know that if you want to go to after school provision, sometimes you have to pay for that as well, right? <laughs> that's yeah. too. But she may not even work in that only nine to three. She may work long hours. She might do an eight to six or eight to seven or twelve yeah. hour shifts. We don't even know her circumstances. This so, is true. It is very yeah. fake. It is very fake. Let me just say the work of a mother, fathers, you can speak this is you, but the work of a mother is never done. So whether we're working, yeah, working, there's always something to do. There's always a load to wash, there's always a meal to cook because everyone's got to live. So <laughs> but it's four hours. Yeah, it doesn't take six hours. Is it six hours? To cook a meal between nine and three. Just saying, just saying. Well, he's got a good point. <laughs> I agree with I agree with that a woman's work is never done. There's always something that you can find to do. I do agree with that. Wow, okay, okay, okay. It can take me six hours to like clean the whole house and then cook, and then by the time I sit down, it's like, where's the time gone? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I don't think there should be a time limit. You said things we find to do. Now, if we didn't find these things to be done, they would never be done. So they would literally just be finding themselves in the corner, building up, and the power will be that high of laundry, of dishes, of cleaning, of shopping, nothing will get done. So we have to do yeah. these things because it helps to keep the house at home. No, no, I, I agree. Shells, I agree with you 100% because um, I know personally that there's a lot of things that I can do really well, but there's things that I miss and then my missus will pick them up and say, like, listen, like, this is how you do it kind of thing. So, like, you got to find that balance and know that women have eye for detail that we don't see. So I get what you mean in terms of it taking long to do certain things around the house or whatever. But, yeah. Thanks. We like that. It's true. So she can stay at home up until the child reaches school age, according to Kay. And then after that, it's like, well, what are you doing on your mum for six hours? 
Yeah, pretty much. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, all right, so you're going to go to the next one? Shall I read some of your comments first quickly? Anisha says she needs to think of something to do from home to bring an in income so she's not so dependent on him. That's true. Stay-at-home mums can have a side hustle. They can sell something. They can cook something, do something. Tiana says, maybe go part-time or reduce your hours first, see how things go. That's good. It's like a gradual phasing into it. Daniel says, really and truly, you'll need two sets of income just in case one loses their job. Adele says, running the household takes work. And he says, being a mum is 24-7. Adele says, motherhood is just is not just raising the children and bear laughs. Probably at you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, the next one that we had was, um, came in. Um, a guy, he has a wife and a child in UK. He has a baby mum in Jamaica. He has um, helped the baby mother and the child obviously buy a house in Jamaica. But he said... No man can live in the house or come in the house. What do you guys think? <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> of course, does he pay the rent? Does he pay the bills? Um, I but assume he helps out. He contributes to it. Mm. So then, then what would you say? He contributes. Does he pay for the whole house? Because that means, what's his contribution? Is it 25%? Is it, I'm nitty gritty like that. If you're not paying for the whole house, you cannot tell what me. If he, what if he bought the house? Then, regardless of the bills, what if he just bought the house? Then If, then if he bought the house, that's another, that's another thing. But even still, you've allowed me to stay there. So if I'm living there and you're not even physically with me, I can have whoever the hell I want around me. This is true. But what if he said from the start, I don't want no man in there. If I catch a man in there, and kicking you out, then what? You're a madman. You are a madman. And she doesn't tell him. So needs to tell him, friends, family, tell him. His wife needs to tell him. He said he's got his own wife in England. Yeah. What are you worried about another woman's crutch abroad for? I'm sorry. It's no longer yours. You have a whole wife. You have a wife. And even if you didn't, how are you going to come and tell me what I'm doing and how I'm doing it? That's crazy. That's very controlling. And he's mad. But there's people out there that will say that. They'll give them that. Or a mate, I'm like, right, I'm gonna buy you a house, but you can't do this, or you can't do that. But I think, regardless, she can do what she wants, unless he's got cameras set up in the house and can see who's coming in and out. Then that's just some psycho shit, to be honest. But he's yeah. definitely probably got like his guys who are here and not in uh, over in yard, watching, seeing what she's doing, and helping him to control and manipulate that situation i'll say it's a very controlling situation like you should never need a man for anything whether that be a roof over your head whether that be shoes on your feet you need to just try to stand on your own two feet do what you need to do to get what you need for yourself so you don't have somebody controlling you to that extent so you can't have guests around so you can't do so on and so forth. it could be a male friend like can women and guys not be friends why does it have to be an intimate thing and if I wanted to invite them around so we could chill, what's the matter with that? True. I agree with you. I agree with that. He's basically saying his ex can't move on. Hello. Issue? Is that, issue? Is that an issue? It's not, it's not an issue at all. Like, he should be, he should be, but maybe he wants to hang on to it and have that control over her. <laughs> no, he's got and he needs to assess himself. If you're listening, you need to, you might not like this, but mm -mm, you're, con you are controlling, you're definitely controlling and your wife should be concerned. If I was your wife, I'd be concerned. I'd be like, let it go. 
like, do you even want me? Why are you controlling Missy over there? <laughs> like, what? And also, the roof that you're that you're providing me with is not just for me. I'm not just like living in it and you know having all the men in and out, in and out. It's a roof for your child. So that's that's your that's what your concern needs to be, and nothing to do with what goes on with my body and my heart. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I agree with that one hundred percent. I agree. You can't like if I feel like it's a bit of a tease, like you can't give someone something and then give them with boundaries or like say that oh you can't do this because I put you in a certain position or do you get what I'm trying to say? That's a bit messy. That's controlling for real. And it's also like an ego thing in it because he's he's worried about other men coming in in the house. Like that's not your business, regardless of if he provided for her or not. But yeah, well, each of their own. I don't agree with that one. So effectively then, either he just needs to withdraw his house and just say there's no house or she should just like, you know, say, you know what, it is where it is, these are the circumstances, and you either lump it or leave it sort of thing. Yeah, true. true. Going to read the comments. And he says he needs to mind his business in England. Yes, he does. <laughs> 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 Somewhere else, that ultimatum is controlling. It's, it's very controlling and very sick. I'm sick. I'm sickened. Uh, Tiana's laughing. Tony says they're not together though. He should be concerned about his child and his child alone. Tiana says he feels way too entitled. Donnie, you're right about the ego thing. That to me is just pure ego and control. Don't like mm, it. Yeah. 100%. Nice. <clears throat> Back to us, isn't it? So, do you want me to read it? Do you want to read this one? Yeah, you go ahead, Rats. Go. Oh, this one's, well, we've got toddlers. This is about a toddler. It says, my toddler doesn't share any tips, please. You guys have been there before, you're seasoned parents. So what do you do with toddlers who don't want to share? Do you want to go first, Don? Yeah, um, toddler doesn't share. I feel like it's more about you making it a big deal about them sharing when they do so for example if he or she was to give you something you have to emphasize and say thank you very much and make it seem like it's wonderful to them so they they, they learn to think that it's a, it's a good thing to share you know you have to reward them by making it so good when they do little small things like that uh so i actually had an issue well don't have an issue now but my son hated sharing like you ask, ask him for one of his crisps he wouldn't want it he would push up his face everything so the way that I dealt with it was that when I used when he used to ask me for my stuff, I'll tell him no, you're not having it until you start sharing. Then mm -hmm. I'll share with you because he wasn't learning any other way. I'm there saying, "Oh, you got to share. It's nice to share." Look, your sister's doing it. His sister would do it in front of him. So that I'll ask him for some crisps or something. He'll say no, push up his face, and I'll ask my sister, my daughter. She'll say yes and give it to me. I said, "Look, see, your sister's nice. Why can't you be like that?" And then he'll come up to me and ask me, Mike, was like, nope, until you start sharing, then I'll start sharing with you. That's how I kind of deal with it. Wow. I'm actually currently going through this right now. Like, Lucas is like, no, no, no. Yeah. He's not sharing. Like, he has to slobbered all over it, especially if it's food. Like, slobber all over it, bite it, then he'll give you some. It's only like if he's, like, playing with his teddies and stuff and then he'll feed his teddy but that's his playing isn't it but he doesn't want to share he doesn't like my own phone he'll take my phone and he'll pretend that it's his and then he's just running away with it it's like can mummy have her phone no yeah. <laughs> I'll play with you 
flow. If we're coloring in, he wants the coloring pencil that I've got. But you've got all the coloring pencils. So why are you not sharing? So I'm stuck too. I have no tips. I'm learning and navigating myself too. Yeah. I, um, I, I've been through all of that. Having your day coloring or playing with something. And there's loads of other toys, but they want your toy. Like your toys is more inciting than the ones that are over there. But yeah, you just have to say no. There's loads of other toys. Just teach them, I suppose. Do it the hard way. Yeah, you have to. Especially with food, they like want things that you're eating because because you've got it. But I think it's just a normal developmental stage. They're learning. Okay, I've got mine on my own. I can say no. So they're just they're just flexing on us basically when they do it. They are flexing, flexing, flexing. What I try to do is like turn taking. <laughs> This comment has come on the screen it's about the past dilemma, Shensia lyric. Um, so, yeah, I'll say turn. So, your turn, my turn. Okay, finish now. That's what I do to try. So, yeah, hopefully, these tips help with your situation and hopefully our toddlers start sharing more too. What we got here, Adele says, I'll do gentle reminders and let them do it in their own time. Hmm. Kate, how long did it take for your son to start sharing? He still doesn't share sometimes. <laughs> and he's five sometimes like my mum will ask him for something and what he would do sometimes he'll take it out and give it to her so I'm now trying to teach him that no you offer the packet not you take it and give it to them and he's like no yeah, and he gets yeah. so then we're doing exactly the same thing of when he wants something we just do it the hard way and say no can't have it or we'll break it off and give him a piece rather than him trying to take it and then sometimes we do teach him to say okay let them take it rather than you give it to them so, yeah, it can take a while. Yeah, I just think they definitely have to be around like other kids as well. And I don't think the pandemic's helping. The fact that everyone's stuck at home, they haven't really got anyone to like share with and know how to play with properly. So it's just about taking time, having some patience and just keep on at it, just keep on at it. That's what I'm gonna do anyway. I'm gonna persevere with it and be like, no, Lucas, come on, mommy needs to have some and daddy needs to have some and like, let's share, like, let's learn how to share together. Yeah, you definitely have to persist and keep like trying to drill it into them that sharing is good. And it's, <laughs> it, it helps when they obviously have a sibling, like I, um, my son does, has his um, sister. So she, he sees her doing it. And sometimes he's really good with it, but sometimes he's just like, nope, I don't want this. I'm eating this. This is my food. I'm not giving it to no one sort of thing. So, yeah, you have to be persistent with it. And just, so even if the niceness don't work, you just got to be, do it. When they come to you, just be firm and say, nope. And then they understand how it feels. So then maybe when you go to them next time, they'll think, oh, I remember how it feels. I'm going to be nice and give some. So, yeah. That is true. True that, true that, says Yolan Shai Shai Reed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, you have any more? I think we're done over here with in terms of our dilemmas. Have you got any more dilemmas or anything that you want us to no, touch off with here? Um, I don't think we've got any dilemmas. you got any more dilemmas? I don't think so, you know. I think, any, I think, no, I think any comments? Any in the comments? Any dilemmas pop up? Well, not that I can see yet. No, but MZ has says toddlers don't understand the concept of sharing, but all you can do is show examples. And as Donnie said, or Don said, focus on giving positive feedback and not so focused on the negative. So that's a very good tip. Thank you for that, MZ. Thank you very much for that, because you've basically just given the tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, well, we've covered all our dilemmas. 
Yeah. Some of them, yeah. there's no more. I haven't got any more right now. Yeah, I can't really at the top of my head, my own dilemmas. But yeah, big thank you, guys. Thank How you, did you try it? <laughs> it no, was, thank you it for was having us. Like, take, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you for having us, taking us out of our comfort zone. As we said, this is our first time doing any lives or anything sort of, you know, so even showing our faces on camera. So, yeah, thank you for having yeah. us. We appreciate it. Oh, cool. You've done a really, really good job. Thank you for bringing the dilemmas. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, guys, it's time to do a bit of plug-in, okay? So, obviously, we've had Don and Kay join us today for our dilemmas. It's been a joint live. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for coming to watch us. You can find Don and Kay on Instagram. They are Listen to Daddy podcast, okay? Please follow and listen to their content. They are funny, guys. And it's always good to hear a male perspective. All of their info will be in our bio. So, make sure you clearly click, click 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 okay Rax you want to finish off for me please yeah that just went so quickly you know they say time flies when you're having fun like where has the time gone thank you yeah. so much you guys absolutely yeah. smashed it guys make sure you check out their podcast and do all the subscribing and following so if you're on Spotify hit subscribe hit follow Mama Drama Pod you're here right now hit subscribe whilst you're here MG says do another one guys are you on it Daniel said it was good let's go yeah let's go I'm on it. let's go yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, so we're Mama Drama Pod. We're Mama Drama Pod on Instagram, Twitter, streaming platforms, YouTube. You're here already. Please follow, show us some love, support the guys as well. They're doing great things, and it's so good to hear not just dads, black dads talking and sharing about your experiences it's really important because we've got such negative stereotypes about black dads not being around or like black dads not being i don't know emotionally connected with their kids or whatever so it's nice that you're taking your time to share your story that other men can relate to and listen to as well so we appreciate you wholeheartedly and thank you so much thanks guys thank you guys appreciate thank it thank <laughs> thanks for having us again appreciate it yeah all right thanks for listening and watching as well guys we've loved your comments thank you to the next one. Yeah, thanks for all the support. The next one. <laughs>